0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Model Student. I'm your host, Alexandra Rain, and today my guest is Jada Jones, the one, the only. This episode is long overdue. We recorded this episode prior to me moving to LA, and it was so nice listening back to the episode and relearning everything that Jada had to say, so I hope you enjoyed this episode Truly, truly so lucky to have Jada, and as always, don't forget to leave a rating and review and bonus points if you send this episode to a friend. Okay, without further ado, Jada Jones. Welcome to Model Student. Today I'm joined with Jada Jones, the one, the only. Um, I found you on TikTok, which I like is how I've been finding so many of my guests, but right (laughs) you just have like such a great i'm just so excited to talk to you because you're really ambitious but you also are very actionable, and you just have such a great energy. So
1: thank you. Of oh my goodness, I was so happy when I got this email. I was like, yes, I've been taking like a personal break off of my own like podcast for a bit, so yeah, I miss the podcasting space a lot. Like I've just been trying to take care of my mental. It's been a lot, so I was like, yeah. you know what? Let me take a break. But someone has this to do a podcast. I'm yeah, totally do it. Yeah, I'm so happy for sure. that
0: you're here. Um, so you before too. we get into like everything about acting and your move to L.A. Well, you just introduce yourself? Like a fair sure, like you can so- say like, sorry, your favorite color. It doesn't have to be like a professional intro. But.
1: Oh, sounds good. Yeah, 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 sure thing. Yeah, my name is Jada Jones, as is Alexandra said. Thanks so much for having me, first of all. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm a 20-year-old. I live in LA. Um. I graduated high school a year early and I moved to New York City and then, you know, started my dreams there, went back home to Charlotte, like my hometown for COVID and then now I'm in L.A. and I pursue everything, acting, modeling, entrepreneurship, um, podcasting, like any et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, thing you <laughs> can think of, I probably do, so, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Amazing. What is your favorite color? My favorite, I don't have a favorite
1: color. I feel okay. like I, like, I just gravitate towards anything that I, like, that feels good, so yeah. I have no idea. I've never had one, which is interesting, yeah. So, yeah. I was gonna say, I've never but, like, heard... I guess I could say, like, red, maybe. Yeah but yeah. A
0: power color. I love it. I just wanted to ask, yeah. I feel like, um, especially in like the entertainment modeling fashion industry, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. It's like, I'm so used to like introducing myself by like my slate now, like, hi, I'm no, Alex. No, I'm sure. 5'10". <laughs> like, yeah. And so I don't know. I've tried to make it a little bit more fun. So you graduated high school early. You moved to New York. How was that move to New York? What was that transition like?
1: It was crazy because I, 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 last minute chose to graduate early because mm. I did not want to be in my high school any longer. Yeah. Um, I felt like I'd kind of outgrown the space and as much as, you know, it taught me, I went to performing arts high school, so I was Got studying it. musical theater and dance and everything. So, um, yeah. And once I graduated, I, I knew I wasn't going to college at least right after, like I knew that wasn't going to happen. So I was like, Oh, when, when shall that happen? Like, I, I don't really know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I graduated, and I just felt the need. Like, I'd always wanted to move to L.A. since middle school. Like, I'd done content creating and all that stuff since middle school. So it was always like, L.A., L.A., L.A. But I graduated early, not knowing that I was going to be graduating early. So I was like, you know what? Let's try New York City. It's closer to Charlotte. It's on the East Coast. And I've been there a couple times. You don't need a car to move there. And at the time, again, I was 17. So... Even though I was driving, I didn't have my own car or anything. So I was like, LA is gonna be such a hard move. I'm not yeah. gonna do that right now. Um, yeah, so I went to New York and I worked as a living nanny. Like I got the opportunity oh, nice. to do that, which is crazy because I was like, How am I gonna live up there and not pay rent? Like I don't really know what I'm doing. And yeah. that opportunity just kind of landed in my lap, which is crazy. But I genuinely feel like when you try to attract the experiences that you want, they end up coming in somehow. So yeah, yeah so that ended up happening and I stayed there for like three months so that so that, I feel like that transition made it so much easier because yeah. like I wasn't fully having to like work or do any of those crazy things like immediately after getting out of high school I just yeah. got to live a nanny watch over a kid and you know go to all the auditions that I wanted to and all that stuff so yeah yeah
0: and you were doing um like stage acting like musical yeah theater yeah stuff. and yeah. then and
1: so I was really focused on the performing performing arts side yeah of that. yeah
0: but LA was like the, I didn't know that LA was like the end, not the end goal for you, but like where you wanted to be and you've made it there. So what was from like, that's like literally like across the country. So New York to LA and then moving from like stage acting to now you do screen acting. Mm -hmm. I guess like my question is like logistically, how was that move and then transition?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So I think yeah since LA was always the end goal like I knew I wanted to be here but it didn't really make sense at the time because whenever I wanted to move to LA Broadway was my focus like I Mm. wanted to pursue stage like acting so I knew I kind of had to be in New York City and I guess I could live in LA and do whatever I wanted but it didn't make sense but during COVID and everything I was like honestly I want to try film and TV so like I never dived into that because I'd always studied musical theater so it was never a question of me like being like oh, maybe I should try film and TV. Like, I'd always wanted to do theater and stage production and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, so once I finally started diving into film and TV, I was like, okay, let's get an agent, let's get a manager. So yeah. I did that. And then I was like, okay, after that, let's just go to L.A. So yeah. that, was, that was the whole purpose of that because I was like, okay, now that I'm represented, that makes sense to you now have to be out go there, there and live there. Yeah, and focus on film and TV, because especially these days, I know there's a lot of stage productions being turned into film and TV stuff. Like, yeah. for example, um, like, In the Heights, like, that's turned into a movie, yeah. and, like, things like that, West Side Story, and I. there's only going to be so much more coming out, you know? So it's yeah. like, I, I see myself being in that space of musical theater and stage production on the film and TV side, yeah. instead of really pursuing Broadway. So, cool. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So this is kind of tangential, but do you have a car now? Like, do you? Yeah, I do. Okay, amazing. Yeah, you can't get by in LA without one. It's It's like impossible. No, no. Yeah, for
1: sure. I was so grateful to have my mom's car because it was actually Mm. hers and she had already paid it off and all that stuff. So she was like, honestly, just, just take the car. Like that's a sacrifice that we're willing to make as a family. And, you know, I knew that if I would have had to buy one on my own, I would have had to do it at some point, but you know, it's so much more difficult. So I am so grateful to to have her car immediately out here. So. Totally.
0: Awesome. So kind of like, rewinding like to the very beginning so you went to a performing arts high school I'm assuming you started performing and acting prior to that when did you get interested in acting
1: um that also kind of just happened really naturally because yeah. when I was in elementary school I went to a magnet school which like okay. I don't know if they have magnet schools in, in Utah but essentially they're like schools that integrate the arts more into their curriculum so it's like oh music and dance is incorporated more so i remember in elementary school like monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday each day we had a different like art that we did so i know on like mondays i went to art on tuesdays i went to music like wednesdays we had gym thursday dance friday like what like whatever was left the free yeah like that yeah so it was always like that and um I think just from doing like the school musicals and everything that was like offered at my school it just made sense to me so our school kind of filtered into the magnet middle and high school so my high school that I graduated from was also a middle school so they're combined oh cool
0: Um, so you've yeah, been so there right for after, a minute. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I was there for six years. So yeah. it was, it was a really long time. It's not like I transitioned from the middle school. was like, let me go to the arts high school. No, because, yeah. you know, I'd always been interested in performing and somehow, and I think just spending my time there, I, I naturally figured out like what I wanted to do, yeah. which is you know, such a blessing because I know so many people don't know what they want to do until a certain time where they're like, okay, I didn't start that young. Like, how do I start? You yeah, know? for um, sure. But yeah, so that, yeah, I feel like that's where I got kind of my footing down. It's just, I've always been interested in it. And then I slowly was like, which stuff do I still like? Which stuff do I not like anymore? And then let's go and pursue what I do like. So yeah.
0: yeah. Awesome. That's so nice that my elementary school was like that. Like we had, um, yeah, like dance, music class, art, obviously like PE but mm-hmm. for middle school and high school, I actually went to East High School, <laughs> so maybe you'll um, appreciate because of high school music. Yeah. But anyways, um, we it was just like a regular school. Oh, you actually school. went there to the uh, that no, school? No, like that's where I graduated. Oh, you did! Oh my gosh. Yeah, so cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was like you're from Utah, but like, what are the
0: odds that you went to like no, that school? That's f- so funny. I yeah, fully did. Anyways, but there, there's another high school here called Highland, and they had like a performing arts school kind of tied got to it, them. Got it. But Mm -hmm. that's so cool. So did you, because I like went to theater camp as a kid, but then kind of like grew more into dancing and just like kind of stuck with Mm -hmm. that. But musical theater, you have to do it all. You're like a triple threat, like you can do everything. Do you feel like there's one area that you feel more like inclined to than the others out of like singing, Um. dancing and acting?
1: yeah um I don't know I I started in dance so I guess I should preface that but when I was like in elementary school like dance was the thing that I was interested in the most because I was like oh like you can turn and leap and (laughs) yeah so so I was like yeah so my mom got me into these like recreational classes that were outside of school that like they were for free because like our family could not afford to pay for like dance classes or anything so um we did like once a week ballet classes like Throughout school, and like we would get picked up through this like program and like go and dance and whatever. And that's kind of where I started. So, like, that was always my favorite thing. And then the recreational program that was associated with the main school of ballet if that makes any sense was the charlotte ballet so they were called Uh um north carolina dance theater at the time but they had this program for like low-income students that couldn't like afford to go to the main school yeah um so then i ended up moving up to be in the actual like school because they really liked me and i was growing super fast through the program so um yeah so i got to move up to there and i did i think four or five years there um on full scholarship which is really really nice and I'm so grateful to have done that but that was a crazy experience I mean just like going completely from a 180 like from you know being in a position where I didn't have the money to do that to now like being on full scholarship and doing the shows there and everything it was really cool um so dance was always like my first, first love, like even yeah. throughout musical theater, like everyone was like, Jada's the dancer, but like yeah. she can also sing and act, you know, but it's fine. Um, so that's why <laughs> when I moved to New York City, it was, it came very naturally to me to just do all the dance auditions that involved musical theater. Yeah. So good at singing, so good at acting, but like that wasn't, I wasn't really focused on like being a singer or yeah. like being an actor. But now that I feel like I've switched to film and TV, I feel like acting is the strongest thing that I focus on now, yeah. but I still love dance so much and it's such a strong suit to have when you're yeah. in this industry, period, just to like know how to do all three is great. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I still keep up my singing here and there, but like, I, I know I've had a couple of auditions for random singing things that yeah. I do it, but like, It's yeah, not, you're I not definitely... trying to be like, billboard
0: yeah. top of the right. charts. Yeah within I also
1: feel like I tried not to like limit myself anymore because I feel like it's easy to just kind of get stuck in a box and be like I only do this or I only do that so I'm like if I do want to make an album one day and like make music like I can do that too you know so I'm not really like oh I'm not a singer like or I'm not a dancer or I'm not an actor or I'm all three you know yeah you can do everything yeah I love that you're really Mm -hmm.
0: dynamic um so within yeah of course within acting like I'm curious like I want like a full like play by play yeah with... for sure. because obviously I guess now what I'm asking more about is like the audition process and you have to yeah. like submit that super quick right. so are like what's your typecast I guess actually first I'll ask that sure here.
1: well right now since I'm still like young and I have a young look I go in for everything that's high school like yeah I can play pretty much anything that's in that realm of high school if it's like girl next door it can be the popular kid it can be the more uh edgy grunge kid like that's an outcast in school like I can kind of go in for anything which is really nice um so I feel like I don't get typecast much because it's just kind of whatever fits the fits the look if it's all ethnicities that they're casting like I can completely go in for whatever yeah so that's nice um and then I feel like when it comes to like older stuff so I'm talking about like intern at a business or like a nurse or a young mom or something like that I do go in for that stuff as well which is cool but I you know they tell us a lot like at at this age while you're play young play young because once you play an older role they're always going to look at you as an older role now and now you're gonna have to be competing against that stuff like you can't really go back down to playing a kid after you play something that's already more super, mature like old yeah 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 and mature yeah so it's like uh so I kind of try to stay away from all that stuff unless it's a super big opportunity where I'm like okay fine if I have to play a young mom great like I can completely yeah, do it you're down. um yeah. yeah and so but yeah but that's pretty much what I get quote-unquote typecast for yeah. but I feel like I don't get typecasted like I, I just go whatever. Yeah. yeah
0: are there certain roles that you're more drawn to or right now yeah. is it just kind of like Well, I mean, obviously you're, like, auditioning Mm -hmm. for just, like, whatever your agent sends you, but if you had a preference of, like, this is, like, a role, my dream role, like, what kind of character is that?
1: Mm, I I get asked this all the time, it's so (laughs) funny, but I'm just so, like, hungry to act and be on set and, like, do it that I just don't really have something that I'm more drawn to. Like, personally... Um, I think in the acting space these days, people tend to play characters that they're already similar to. And I have yeah. this conversation with so many people. I'm yeah. like, honestly, actors don't really quote unquote exist anymore because these days you kind of it's play like a just personality
0: kind of cast. Yeah, yeah. Like
1: and I, I and that's why I commend actors so much that truly step out of their box and go yeah. and do different roles that are completely not like them because I feel like that's where acting comes out like mm. but these days it's like you're playing a high school character they probably see that essence in you while casting like you yeah. know so it's like they're not really trying to see like if you can play the role they're trying to see if you embody it already so yeah. kind that's it's kind of a weird double yeah and sword when it comes to that because you're like well I guess if I'm playing me like am <laughs> I not good enough you know like, you're not yeah. casting me because, like I'm me yeah so it's odd but Yeah, so I feel like I don't really have something that I'm really drawn to, but preferably something that's super, like, you know, I mean, I feel like for me and my personality, like something that's, like, coming of age. I'm like, I can do anything that's like that. Like, I can do pretty much anything like I feel like anything in the high school realm college realm like that's yeah. stuff that I just naturally can do so it's like I, I can definitely do that but yeah. if I were to get called to do a superhero movie I'm down
0: like, yeah you know, MCU so, Jada yeah. Jones and the MCU yeah. <laughs> get yeah. it trending that's awesome so what's your process now with acting and I know it's like obviously when you have auditions you kind of just have to do it submit as quick right. as you can and do the mm-hmm. best that you can but what does that look like for you? I guess an audition and then in the past with like roles that you've landed.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like honestly, because I've made the transition from musical theater to film and TV, um, which a lot of people do, it's difficult to get started. And as much as it seems like, you know, we're working, which we constantly are as actors, like this process is not something that, you just book immediately, you know? <laughs> yeah. And to be very fair, like I've been in LA for a year and what, two months now, yeah. and I still haven't booked a role through my agents or managers. Like I've gotten close, I've gotten callbacks, I've gotten, you know, I've gone to do lots of short films with my friends and things like that, but something that's come through my agents, like I haven't booked yet. Been yeah. very close to so many commercials and whatever, but that's the industry. It's very slow it's a very slow process and that's something that you have to be willing to take on because I mean for so many people it seems like they just booked their first role overnight and there's so much that comes before that and so much slowness that comes before that and you know so right now I feel like my process when it comes to you know auditioning is always I mean obviously you want to book but I feel like the best thing right now for me to focus on is just getting good relationships with casting and i feel like i've already done that which is really really nice and i'm so grateful for already to have been in these doors and been able to audition for such wonderful projects because even if those don't land they already have their eyes on me for another project because they already know that i can tape i can bring what i bring to the table so even though i haven't booked yet it feels like i already have like i'm like it's just a matter of time so i'm not really trying to rush the process like i feel like acting is one of those things where like you know, everyone loves it so much. It's, I mean, it's a privilege to be able to do. You get paid a, a shit ton to, yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. to do it. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. And honestly, at the end of the day, as much as, it, as we love to do it, acting doesn't save lives. You know, it yeah. really doesn't. Like, it's not something that, like yes it saves lives as far as like you know people who are in ruts and like people who just need an escape and like yeah. whatever and i and i that's why i love doing this like yeah. i love being able to go into different worlds but like i will never beat myself up for not booking a role because yeah. i'm you know, because I'm disappointed in myself, and I'm mad at the industry, like, I'm yeah. just gonna move on, like, it's really not that But deep. you so have I guess, like, to have
0: that attitude, and, yeah, yeah, you
1: have to, because, like, I mean, as much as I love it, everyone else loves it, everyone else is also doing so much to be in this industry, same thing for modeling, I would yeah. assume, you don't look at, like, okay, <laughs> yeah. well, is it the the world, no, like, go to the next job, do the yeah. next thing, and then also get your hands dirty and everything else, so I feel like my yeah. process now, when it comes to acting, I just do what I have to do for my job, and submit it like you know I'm not going to I don't overthink it very much I don't spend hours like wondering what casting is thinking of my of my submission like I'm just focusing on all the other things that I've put my time into which is content creating which that's how you found me you know content creating and podcasting and my business now and so many other things that like I want to put myself into because that's my life and I I feel like agents and managers as much as I love them sometimes they expect you to be fully on call for them and for the industry and I'm like right now to be very fair auditions haven't really been rolling in it's been kind of slow and while it has been slow, I'm not going to sit around and wait for auditions to roll in. Like, I have a life that does not need to be put on hold for the industry. I'm not a slave to the industry, Mm -hmm. and I will never be. So I'm so focused on doing everything else that also makes me happy, and when an audition rolls in, I'm so grateful. I'm so happy to be able to be doing it. Um, But yeah, that's been the process. Like, you, you can't really expect for you know the big break to come and like expect for everything to like c- roll around to when you want it to because yeah. it will it will when it's supposed in to but time. don't put your life on hold for it yeah that's
0: such a good i mean i like when i signed with my agencies it was like okay when can you come out here when can you and i'm like i'm in school like i need to like yeah. get my degree and it's you really do have to have hobbies and like other things yeah. because like you said if you're just like if it's a slower month for bookings, a slower month for castings, auditions, like you'll go insane if you're just like waiting yeah. for that, you yeah, know, to pop up, like truly. So I think it's so important to like, yes, love the industry, like have gratitude, but also have like any other job, have a life outside of yeah, it, you know, for sure. what would be then your tips for, or like just advice for aspiring actors? Yeah. I mean, other um, than everything you just said, because that was brilliant. For sure, for sure. <laughs> but like... Thank you. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, no, but same thing. Like, I feel like as an actor, like, really dive yourself into not just classes, because, yes, you can learn stuff from class all day long, but, like, learn from life. And that's mm. something that a lot of people don't do, and it makes your acting so much more natural when you're able to observe people's natural tendencies when you're able to go out and explore the world for what it is versus trying to learn from class and don't get me wrong so you know gung-ho about class like go to class learn all the things that you've got to learn in class but there's something about acting that can't be taught and you have to build your own emotional intelligence you have to build your own sense of the world and how you perceive it and how others perceive it that comes with so much more than just going to class and acting and that's something that unfortunately can't be taught you have to learn that stuff on your own <laughs> yeah you have to learn yourself on your own as well and so many people fail to recognize like the importance of that yeah. they fail to re- you know like they really do because then it comes to like oh I have to play this character and you just go into oh I have to act it no you have to like really understand who this is and be that person and yeah. like come into that and if you don't understand how to do that that's not something a class can teach you so I really really suggests like go to a park one day, observe people, observe the relationships that you walking around a mother daughter boyfriend girlfriend Mm. whatever you know like baby and babysitter like anything that you see (laughs) like see how people are interacting and that's how acting should come across when you're doing it you know and that's something that you have to learn on your own so I'm very like you know passionate about that and just taking time to observe people and go out of your way to just learn people um and then also yeah just going back to what I said find other hobbies because when you find other hobbies that's when you're able to just you know, take a step outside of everything that's acting and you'll never feel the need to put all the pressure on you booking a job because you have other passions, you have other ways to make income, which is yeah. also another thing. Finances. Yeah. You as an actor, you as a model, you as a creative in the industry, you're not getting consistent work no. ever. You know? And and
0: then getting paid takes like yeah. a gazillion years. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you have to find something else that's going to financially sustain you. And living in a city like L.A. or New York City or even Atlanta, like, I mean, all these places are getting so, so expensive. And that's something that we voluntarily throw ourselves into, which is fine. But at the same time, you have to know how to do it smart. I know so many people who move out here don't have set budget, like they don't know what they're doing financially. And then they just go broke. And that's something that I have to be so aware of. I'm so so for manifestation and so for you know you embodying your dream life but there's also a level of sanity that you have to have when it <laughs> yeah. comes to this stuff and yeah. like being quote, quote, delusional like I know yeah. that was something and it's like yes, be delusional, yes, do all that stuff, but do it smart, because there's nothing worse than being delusional and having no plan whatsoever, you know?
0: delusional. on absolutely. Yeah,
1: so those are the tips. (laughs) I love it.
0: So, as well as being an actor, you, or actress, I guess I should say, are an entrepreneur, and you have Boulevard and Co. I also follow the TikTok for that. Um, Come on. (laughs) Yeah, of course I do, but the, like, I, I don't know what to call it. The tagline, the byline for it is your own inclusive creative collective. Yeah, I want to talk to you about the ethos of the company yeah, and like kind of sure. its origin, its genesis, all of the above.
1: Sure. Um, my friend Brie and I, we in March we went to we just had a normal coffee shop date as I do with all of my random friends, and yeah. we all go and just start talking about things, and eventually we got to a topic of. Being there's being so many creators here in LA and not necessarily having a space for people to come to mm. when say you just graduated, say you just moved here, yeah. say you just dived into your creative space and you have no one to turn to, where do you go? And yeah. that was the premise of that whole idea. And we said, let's create something. It would be such a disservice if we weren't able to make something out of this and we just can't talk and talking and talking about it yeah you know and that happens so often where people just talk about things that they'll do and whatever and it just doesn't end up happening yeah. and I was like we we, we have to do this sure. um so yeah so that's kind of where it started in and a coffee we were shop. like well, we don't really know what <laughs> yeah in a coffee shop and like that's what I'm saying I go to coffee shop dates like maybe like three or four times a week with random people every single time um it. and it's so fun like we talk about our dreams and our passions and and it's so nice to feel that like physical energy once leaving and that was such that was one moment where it was such a high after leaving we were like we have to like get this rolling. let's do it yeah and so so it just started like that and we're like okay what do we want to do we want to have a digital platform where we share artists and you know give this platform to elevate artists in the community but also we want to throw like in-person events in LA because if we're based here and we know that lots of creators are here we have so many friends here who are in the industry like we we have to do it you know so that was essentially what we thought and we were like let's let's go for it so it was basically that I love it (laughs) I
0: think it's so important I mean I think we've all been like uh I was gonna say like touch hungry but like social socialization yeah, hungry yeah since the pandemic and you know everything shifted to digital mm-hmm. which was great that it could but also I yeah. feel like now you know two years into it out of it whatever you want to say like
1: for sure
0: and just with anything digital it's so nice to have something tangible I think like that's something I'm trying to like constantly figure out it's like okay how can I make right. this digital thing tangible and like actually get People together because it's different when it's just like a follower sure. account or agreed, yeah, you know, likes. And you had your first event and it yeah, was like a close sale, right? Or,
1: yeah, 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 it was like a yard sale networking event and it was so so fun. Like, cool. the whole thought process behind that was you know, everyone has things that they need to sell and whether if it's, you know, just clothes in their closet that they just need to get rid of. It's like, Depop is annoying. Poshmark is annoying. (laughs) It's like, that's a process. And if you don't do it, that's not something you want to dive in and do. Uh -uh. So why don't we have this yard sale event where everyone comes, basically everyone who's creators or anyone else who's invited. I feel like the whole point of the all-inclusive collective is even if you aren't quote unquote an artist, but you're just trying to get involved in the community, this is a place to call home, you know? And so that's why we, strive to do, you know, events and all that stuff. So our first one went so well. It was amazing. So yeah. So we're definitely trying to do something. Hopefully, I think in the next two weeks we're really trying to have like a um like an in-person gather at a coffee shop. We'll have like 20 spots to secure and everyone comes, brings their journals. Let's like brainstorm session, get projects going and yeah, yeah, so something like that. Um just something to bring people together because it just that's just not a thing. And I feel Mm -hmm. like no one's been able to really do it well. Like, it's always like, I know, I see all the TikTok girlies all the time. Like, let's go on a hike in LA, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, that's lit. And I'm like, but I feel like let's do something for creators. So I wanted to, you know, totally. like dive into that space. And yeah. Bria and I were like, yeah, that that sounds fitting. Like yeah. for us, especially because we're in that space. So Totally. Yeah.
0: And I feel like too, it can get uh, several things like one within this industry and I can speak more to like I guess maybe the modeling side of it and all the models I've met have been so great so lovely but you really only see each other at castings and then even at certain castings there's definitely like this edge and like intimidation of like Mm -hmm. I don't know everyone's just like in their zone and not like you know chatting it up and then also just like as a creative person it's kind of I mean, I'm thinking back to elementary school, you'd have like, this is your art project for the week. This is what we're doing Mm -hmm. in this class. And then once you're an adult, it's like, wait. That goes away. Yeah, it's like I have to manage myself and I don't. It's nice to have a community and to have people challenge you and see outside of yourself
1: yeah I like oh I can't even tell you how like fulfilling it was just to see everyone there that weekend like everyone just got together chatted like and it was so natural like I like it wasn't something that was like oh like everyone has to kind of be here like it's an event that everyone doesn't really want to go to like everyone was fully just like ready to be there chat like have so much fun um and yeah we it did really really well so Yeah, I I just feel like that was our purpose, like even on a small scale right now, just like really gathering people together um and as we continue to like grow it and scale it because i think Brian and i really do want this to be like a really big yeah. thing. yeah doing film festivals and things in the future and so oh, i guess starting here now with what we have this is what we've got to offer and we're we're just so excited because oh, you know, even it. with the connections that we have and the outsource and the outreach that we already know that we have it's like that would be so sad if we didn't take yeah. this uh, you know community of energy together that we have right now to create something so beautiful you know Absolutely. so yeah so that's where it started <laughs> I
0: love it I love what you said earlier about it would be a disservice if you didn't do it and I feel yeah. like a lot of the times and I can speak to myself like or about myself really like I have an idea and maybe there's some hesitation maybe it's mm-hmm. like it just passes through or I yeah. feel like it'll be dumb or stupid or you know all of these things that we like are conditioned mm-hmm. to believe yeah but to, I just love how when you have an idea, you just do it. Like, moving yeah. to New York, moving to LA, starting your yeah, race. you're this. right. <laughs> I'm, no, like, but,
1: I'm like, oh, when? And then I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah, my you're whole right.
0: life. No, but that's such, yeah. like, an honorable trait and Thank something you. I think a lot of people inhibit themselves from doing.
1: hmm
0: I think so, so too. It's really and, cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, and no, you're totally right. I, I, I mean, sometimes it's even hard to look at yourself and be like, oh, like, I guess I could be doing more and this and this and this. And like, yeah. I feel like, you know, we're always so also hard on ourselves. We're all our biggest critics, but yeah. you know, it's funny that you were mentioning, like, it's so honorable that you do that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, but there's so many spaces in my life where I don't. And mm. it's crazy because, you know, you guys see such a different version of me than yeah. like I know of me. And like my yeah. boyfriend sees me, my family, because like they're the closest people to me. But yeah um I, it's so crazy how like perspective just changes everything. And, you know, I saw, Who is it? I think Shonda Rhimes the other day on my TikTok. I'm like, Mm -hmm. every time I'm on TikTok (laughs) and I see the most inspirational thing that I've seen, I just have to log off for that day because I'm like, I just can't, I can't consume anymore after that. Like, I need to let that marinate in. And after I saw that video, I like popped off a TikTok because I was like, I can't be on here consuming random shit again. Like, I I need to like focus on what that said. And Shonda Rhimes was basically saying, I think it was her graduation speech or something, or she went to a college to speak or something and was talking about how um, as much as, you know, as much as it looks like I've got everything together and I'm standing on this stage giving this speech right now, I'm currently missing this in my life where it's like, mm-hmm. or she's like, oh, if I'm focusing on going to my daughter's dance recital, like I'm missing Sandra O's like last scene for Grey's Anatomy and I'm not there. Or work is going super well on acting. We just landed this deal, but I miss my, my baby's like g- kindergarten graduation. And she's yeah. like, basically every part in your life is not always going to be right and as much as we strive for balance and as much as we strive for you know this equilibrium of life Mm -hmm. it's never really going to happen so it's about focusing on the highs and lows at the same time and making them kind of coexist with each other rather than being like oh like you got this together or like you go for this when you go for this because it's like it's crazy how you see that version of me and I'm like well right now my (laughs) mental health like is going is going better but like my physical health right now like I struggle with eczema a lot and like so right now like that is like my worst thing right now and I'm like I can't focus on every other part of my life when that's struggling and it's like
0: sure.
1: you know like my other relationships in my life and like what's going on with that and yeah. it's, it's just so crazy how we view ourselves and how others view us and it's just this reminder that no one's got it together yeah. like everyone's constantly figuring out themselves and going for things but the things that people do admire you for are things that you should keep in mind because it's totally. like i did do that well, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Do that, I guess yeah so
0: yeah i mean it's yeah, that's really refreshing I think I'm yeah. so glad you said that. I mean, I think like, like my, yeah, like people who are really close to me will kind of tease me about like on your Instagram, it looks like you're just like
1: right? Same. thriving, yeah.
0: and it's true if you like scroll back to when I was in New York for fashion week I'm mm-hmm. like posting all these things. I'm like, I was having panic attacks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was really, like, that wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, like I was. It looked fun, and, it, and again, it was fun. It was, but there yeah. were definitely, like you said, the highs and lows. And I mm-hmm. think just having that grace of like they're both going to coexist. It's a give and yeah. take, and just letting it happen. Back to Boulevard and Co. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I part of. I'm trying to think, I mean, I'm like trying to think of a more poetic to say like, why does representation matter? But like, yeah. <laughs> I like, because yeah. I, you know, I feel like it's been such kind of a main uh, topic in, in media and creative spaces, but it does matter. Mm-hmm. And actually this is like somewhat tangential and I love Emma Chamberlain, don't get it twisted, but mm-hmm. she had made podcasts recently about right. how the, um, like influencer space is super oversaturated yeah, right. and then a lot of people of color said you know for me this is the first time that i'm yeah. seeing people i saw my
1: yeah i saw yeah. someone that i know bria she made a video oh my gosh that, you know, i wonder yeah, if yeah, i, I saw hers it. oh my yeah, gosh it was hers. i know for sure yes it was hers. that's awesome but it's, yeah it's so so true and I think like if anything yeah now is the time for people of color who have been so underrepresented in the space to like raise their voices and make income off of this and make this your financial lifestyle and make this your actual lifestyle that you've been aspiring to have and I think that if anything I mean influencing I mean you think about it and it's always going to be oversaturated like there's going to be so many creators but there's also so many people consuming content and if you are the one person like I know some people who aren't even on on social media at all but like I'm the one person that they consume like they don't even know who the biggest YouTubers are and it's so crazy because I'm like oh I am that for them which is crazy to me but and that's for everyone every small micro influencer has someone like has viewers that are constantly keeping up with their content because number one they feel more attainable to reach and like talk to and feel like someone that they can really get to know versus someone like Emma Chamberlain. And I love my girl, Emma. Yeah. She
0: looked great at the Met.
1: (laughs) Love her journey. Like she's amazing. And I really admire her so much, but you know, we can agree to disagree on some things. And as much, I mean, she's also speaking from a place of knowing what the top of the top of the industry looks like. For sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? But there are some people who don't even want to be at that level. They just want to be able to have a solid following and a solid, you know, a solid enough following and, people consuming their content to be able to make a living and that's bills. as simple as that yeah and that's what you call the market being oversaturated and so be it but yeah. that's what we're looking at yeah
0: yeah I, and I mean think, I think it's so interesting because I think everything is kind of oversaturated like there have been is. so many books if we all just stopped writing so books many. then like yeah you know what I mean right. it's like I know
1: so many books so many books <laughs> So many actors, so many creators, so many people working in healthcare, like, you know, like so many things, but you have to find where you fit. Yeah, Yeah. we need that. We really, really do. And and she's also, again, speaking from a place of being at the top of the top. And I can only imagine what carrying the weight of the internet on your shoulders is doing to you. So you're going to feel like that no matter what. So if that's your perspective... I completely respect that. That's amazing. But there are some of us who are looking to make this our, you know, our thing. And, yeah, yeah. and I feel like she wasn't speaking in a place of trying to put other people down. It was simply just, like, yeah, it was just, like, that's how she feels about the industry in general. Which, like, it makes sense. It really does make sense. But then there are other points of that where I'm, like, but this also makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. there are a lot
0: of angles. So with Boulevard & Co., it is... um, I why can't I I just totally spit oh no your friend is I was gonna say your friend is a person of color right that did it with you but yeah. I saw her TikTok uh-huh. so I don't know why I started to ask that yeah that was kind of a priority for you guys right to feature for sure yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. and, and then, like as much as it's all inclusive like we definitely want to use this platform to raise you know people's color and their art and their work and yeah. everything that comes along with that so yeah i think it's just you know coming together and just having the space to call home as a creator it's really as simple as that right now and as we get nitty-gritty on like how we're trying to scale the business and do all that stuff and what events we're gonna have soon that's for another day, but, like, for right now, what we have is pretty solid, and, you know, the idea that we have is pretty solid as far as, like, where we see this going, which is really cool.
0: Awesome. I'm so excited. So, I want to talk to you now about what I call your philosophy, which you Mm -hmm. can reject that, but (laughs) I, again, it's, you, you like sorry, let me You posted TikToks and I think this is the first one that, I was about to
1: say which one did you find first? I'm like Yeah,
0: the one that and I'm like trying to remember. I'm like what sound was it? What did, like what was it exactly? But basically saying like I emailed my I oh, like okay. cold email like, you know, a bunch of different agents mm-hmm. and managers until I found until I yeah. got signed. And I remember people commenting like, can you list an email format? Yeah. And you're like, well, <laughs> that has to be personal to you. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But um, one, I think even just having the courage to do that and to submit yourself. Mm-hmm. But also you have said something to the extent of like how being de- delusional. And again, mm-hmm. we've talked about it like delusional, right. but not dumb right. has helped you get to where you are today. Mm-hmm. And I think in general, the way that I perceive your life to be is like a very bold way of living, like Thank a very you. just going so for much. it, which yeah. is amazing. So I just <laughs> want to talk to you about that. and sure. I don't know what the question is, just I
1: got you. you. I got tell you, me yeah. your lifestyle? Yeah. I guess? <laughs> yeah, I feel like there was a point in life where there were things that I regretted doing and i can't i honestly at this point in life like i don't remember those points anymore because Mm. after really figuring out that like jada that's not the way to live like if you're going to regret everything not going up on stage when you were supposed to and like doing all this stuff you got to do that stuff and so now and i've realized that after now that i just say yes to everything to quote unquote a certain extent like if i'm burnt out i'm not going to say yes to that but if i like have an opportunity that i want to say yes to like i'm not going to say no just because like i'm nervous about Mm -hmm. it like if anything i cannot look back on one time where i've said yes to something and i was like damn i shouldn't have done that like you know like like that wasn't great you know like every time that i pretty much said yes to something that I knew feels you know true to me or feels like something that I know I'm going to get a lot out of spiritually or just like being a part of something like yeah. I'm gonna do it you know like I got the opportunity like what two three weeks ago to go to Arizona and it was such a random opportunity but yeah. just to go like cute TikTok content because like yeah, people I saw knew that. That. yeah so like I went it was so so fun like the girls are so sweet and like it was That was just such a random, random opportunity. And I'm like, if I would have said no to that, like, who knows? Who knows what could have happened, you know? And it's not like my life changed from that one opportunity, but it was so fun to, like, get on a plane, go to Arizona for a day and, like, shoot content. Like, that's sick. Like, that's insane, you know? Um,
0: I think, too, I just want to interrupt you here really quickly mm -hmm. and say, hearkening back to what you said earlier of, like, I think it's really easy to see people now and be like, oh, my gosh, that happened. Yeah overnight when really there's like 10 years of build up to that but it's like going to Arizona something that seems random it's like that's a building block true Do you know what I
1: mean that's so true I mean like if I didn't pick up my camera in middle school like for YouTube who knows if I would have gotten that opportunity because I would have never really dived into the content creating space i would have never really gone onto tiktok all that stuff so yeah yeah, no and it's all a process like as much as it seems like it is overnight it's like all this stuff has been building me up for everything that's been coming and same thing with about like yeah being delusional and just like emailing the heck out of things like i feel like i was at a point where i knew i was ready for an agent i think there are some people who are like i'm so in acting i would love to be delusional and just submit my myself to the people and i'm like are you ready for that are you ready for the responsibility that comes with knowing that you are a business at this point yeah. like as much as we love acting it's all about money and that's yeah. such an annoying capitalistic way of looking at it but it's true and yeah. you're trying to get into the business you have to know what you're worth and you have to know what you have to bring to the table otherwise yeah. you're not worth investing millions of dollars into there's yeah. so many movies that I know of people who are just like I'm not going to say it, but I know a lot of tea <laughs> with a lot of random Hollywood stuff. And it's like, yeah. people are putting millions of dollars into you and you're wasting their time. Yeah. And that'll cost a, a production yep. $500 million because you chose not to show up on set one day or you chose to... Yeah. Some- change this around or invite someone on here and someone brought COVID to the set, or something like yes, that. Like yeah. it's a lot of money and you have to be ready to do all of this stuff. You have to be ready to be your best self. And if you are still doubting yourself in areas, I don't know if you're ready for yeah. this yet. Like have you really gotten the training that you feel like you needed to yeah. pursue this? Like, are you mentally in a space where you can do this? And like, honestly, I don't know if actors are ever really in the mentality <laughs> to do anything because you're yeah. always up and down, emotional, whatever. But like, yeah. You know, like, are you ready for that? But and even so,
0: having like a baseline skill for sure. You know what I mean, like,
1: like I mean, there's some know, people where I'm like, don't cold bitch. You're not ready for that. Like, yeah. you need so, like, you have to be smart. go to class. <laughs> yeah, you have to take the yeah. building blocks that it takes to get to somewhere. And if you're taking these shortcuts, you're going to definitely come across a yeah. point in your point in your life where you're like, damn, I wish I wouldn't have taken that shortcut because yeah. there's so much that I needed to learn in that space before diving into this, you know? For sure. So that's why I'm not really trying to rush anything anymore because yeah. I think last year, you know, when you first moved to L.A., it's so glitz and glam. You're yeah. so ready to book your first thing. And, yeah. you know, and it was always coming. Like, it was always there. But if you're always just trying to grab it, it's not you're just rejecting that stuff because it's like, you're putting it on a pedestal to a point where it's like, you're always going to be reaching for it. And if you view time in a way that's like past, present, future, like you're always going to be reaching towards the future. Whereas you need to start embodying the person that you are when you have that role, who are you when you book that role, like, you know, like things like that. And I think like that's a main focus of mine because it's so easy to say that right now coming out of my mouth. And I know it all the time, but when you're actually living throughout your daily actions, how do you act as a human when you're at target like shopping for stuff are you yeah. nice to people are yes, you just
0: yeah
1: would do as if you were already that person are you embodying that person when you yeah. go on a walk are you do you have your head down and you're just like not into anybody you're just like not you're in your head you're always yeah. email what am what am I looking like right now you know or yeah. whatever like all the little things that build you up to be where you want to be you have to start embodying that stuff now so it's like when you're being delusional, be delusional as much as you want <laughs> to be, but yeah. have the baseline of like, is this smart? Is this making sense right now? And if yeah. that's not something that you can even determine for yourself, I don't know if you're ready, you know, for and sure. it's okay to not be ready. It'll You will so be ready so soon, but it takes yeah. some learning about yourself. It takes some being alone time to figure yeah. out if you really want to do it. Like I know some people who moved to LA who are like, I want to be an actor. I want to be an actor. They do yeah. it for like, two months, and it's not for them, like, they realize it is not for them, and it is not for everybody, so as much as it looks like this, you know, glitz and glam, it's a lot of work and mental, you know, it's a lot,
0: I think about, I mean, personal story, Yeah, (laughs) I was, like, scouted when I was 16, and obviously, you can't, like, sign a contract by yourself, and my parents didn't want me to sign, and I was, like, so mad at the time, But I'm actually, like, in retrospect, and then anyways, I ended up signing, like, going back to my mother agency now when I was 19, and, like, if you guys still want to sign me, like, I'm down. Yeah. But I'm like, thank God. Like, if I would have signed and, like, started modeling when I was 16, I was not okay when I was 16. Like, I was so just, like, people pleaser to the max. Like, had no backbone, had no sense of myself Mm -hmm. and the way that I do now, and it's like, Like you said, with being ready, like, whatever your goals are, if you're trying to get to the very top, like, be the top model, be, you know, the most paid actor, there's a lot mm-hmm. that comes with that. Comes
1: with that. There and is.
0: you have to, like, I, I mean, for me, I'm like, okay, not everyone is going to like me, and I'm mm-hmm. just going to have to accept that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But if I, yeah. like all of a sudden was, like, launched up to where Bella Hadid is, like, That's why like I are would,
1: you, yeah, would you be ready I for that? No, yeah,
0: exactly, no, yeah. and I think sure. there's something with not rushing and taking it slow, because I feel like, again, with social media, with whatever, it's, like, it feels like people just come up out of nowhere, for
1: sure, for sure, and it's, like, no, and they, to an extent, sometimes yeah, they do, like, yeah. you yeah, know, <laughs> there are some yeah. examples where I'm, like, that definitely came out of nowhere, but, yeah, you can see clearly that some of these people aren't ready for it and it burns them out and it breaks them down and as much as it seems like they're financially doing well all the other stuff in their life is not going well so it's like yeah yeah so it's like you really can't compare your storyline to someone else's and the more that you spend in your head sirens i love it
0: it's a it's the Um, ambiance. it's the ambiance. yeah
1: that's just what it brings every day um Yeah, but no. like, as much as you feel like, you know, someone is more ahead of you and whatever, you really can't compare anyone's Mm-mm. journey to your own. And the more time that you spend with someone else's journey in your head, you're wasting time <laughs> exactly. focusing on yours. Totally. And yeah, so you cannot be in this comparison game. You just got to keep yeah. going for what you want and keep you know, making sure that you're putting yourself out there to make connections and to really, like, get into the industry if that's what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, again, still a business. You have to know people. Like, I always say you can be the most talented actor, model, whatever, in your town, in in world. But if no one knows you and you're not making the active outreach to, like, get to know people, get to know new directors, new and upcoming people whatever you're not going to
0: go anywhere yeah. and it
1: sucks but it's like you have to put yourself in the physical environment which yeah. is why I moved to LA like yeah you kind of have to at some point you know if this For is what sure. you want it's, it's so necessary so um yeah
0: I have so much <laughs> to say within that one the first thing <laughs> I want to say is like something that I mean listen I love pop culture I always have I think it's yeah. like why I'm drawn to the industry mm-hmm. And it does, you do get into the comparison game of like, oh, well, this person has this and I really want this. But it's also like, again, it goes back to the being ready thing of like, if I like quick to come, quick to go. If I were to suddenly, like I wouldn't be ready. It has to be a sustainable.
1: Yeah.
0: I want a sustainable career within this industry, whatever that may look like. The second thing I was going to say is I feel like something that Rest in peace, my fangirl days and stand culture, mm-hmm. like kind of like, yes, I admire these people so much, I respect them, but I'm not going to give them so much of my headspace. Mm-hmm. And like I'll watch their For films. Sure. I love that. like I love them to death. But like yeah. it kind of is that reprioritizing of like yes, still being a consumer, but then shifting more to being a brand, which is something I want to talk 1000%. about. Which yeah. is so kind of Part of my friends, but kind of like a mind fuck of like, and it's something yeah. that I'm now like, oh, now I get it. Like, I yeah. understand, like, the presentation. And I know, obviously, presentation has always mattered from mm-hmm. a moment you walk in the room, but really, like, what is the ethos of you? And then how yeah. do you present that in a very quick, digestible way for a casting director, right. for an agent, for yeah. the internet? And it's mm-hmm. so wild. It's yeah, it's crazy. so easy.
1: And like, yeah, no, so much to say about that. Oh, you said something two seconds ago, and I cannot remember <laughs> what it was, but it got me. Or, uh, was it the well, headspace
0: when... thing with pop culture, like, moving from consumer to brand? Yes, it... consumer, okay. yeah.
1: So, like, not just consumer to brand, but consumer as, like, you, Yeah. as a consumer, like, that's why I've been taking off my social media, like, break, because I've yeah. just been you know as much as i've been on social media it's been this break of like i muted everyone that i followed on instagram except for like a couple of close friends because i literally could not be consuming that much like i realized that it is not healthy to be watching hundreds Mm -hmm. of people per day and it's crazy because as a content creator you want hundreds of people to be watching you every day yeah you know if everyone's having this healthy balance of consumerism and like consuming stuff i don't think it would be that bad like you can still have Mm -hmm. your favorite influencers and whatever but not but not make them your life. Like I feel like the whole point of content creating was to inspire people was to entertain, you know, as a movie would. But when you're consuming content, the way that you would consume movies, like you watch a movie and it's like after two hours, you're kind of done, you know, but as content you watch for two hours and you keep going and you go to the four hour mark and then you go to the six hour mark and then you go to the eight hour mark. And then by the eight hour mark, You don't even remember what you watched in the first hour. And it's just like, did I just waste all of that time? Um, I liked something. Yeah. yeah, That's not something that's healthy at Mm -hmm. all. So, I mean, I was like, I just got to take a break. And as much as I love all of my content creator friends, because half of my friends are content creators. And it's like, I, if I can't consume your stuff, I'm going to check up on you and it's going to be a great time. But like, there are times when you just have to focus on yourself because The amount that you're consuming versus the amount that you're creating, if you are a content creator, it has to make some kind of sense because, you know, it's going to get so tiring when you're just viewing thousands of people per day. It's a lot.
0: I think, well, one, I loved what you said earlier about, and as soon as you said this, I was like, oh, I should start doing that. When, like, Shonda Rhimes came on, like, what you said about if you see something inspirational, just, like, stopping and letting it kind of marinate. Because I feel like I just, like, scroll, 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 and I'm like, I have, like, 20 tabs open in my head, and I can't yeah. fully digest yeah. one Holy. of them, and I also feel like, too, it's like, I, and I nanny, so you know, like, yeah. with little kids, like, how you give them quiet time, I'm like, I've been trying to do yeah. that with myself, like, okay, quiet so time, nice. like, just, yeah. like, even if it's cleaning my room, or something so simple, yeah. because normally, I feel like, I'm like, okay, I want noise, like, let me just turn on a YouTube yeah. vlog. Yeah. And it's like just let yourself just think, let it, and yeah. then once I get past that, like initial discomfort because I'm like it's super anxious, yeah. yeah. Then it's mm-hmm. like, wait, now I'm getting ideas. Now I'm yeah. like having epiphanies. So your speak.
1: brain can be clear enough to yeah. then create things that wasn't there? Like, yeah. but when you have so much noise going on, you're almost trying to distract everything else going on in your life. You can't really let anything else in. So yeah. it's like it's this balance between you know consumerism and creating but once you find that like healthy balance for you which i'm still constantly working on it is so hard to reverse these habits it is so hard as much as i say like you know, like having that balance of phone, it's like, I'm still trying to find that. It yeah. is really difficult, especially as a content creator, and you're yeah. trying to gain inspiration and you're trying to keep up with what your friends are doing. Because if you don't know what's going on with them, it's like, how are you supposed to, you know, know that your friend is producing this movie and then yeah. you have no idea and you're like not in support of their journey? And it sucks because it's yeah. like you want to be there for everything. But I say pick and choose your battles and yeah. apologize for keeping yourself, like, you know, like keeping yeah. yourself in check first. But like, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Um, So many of my friends' birthdays I missed within the past month because I literally wasn't checking on anyone's social media. So, like, if I scrolled down and caught up on your feed and saw that you posted a birthday post three weeks ago, I'm going to text you and be, like, happy belated birthday. I literally did that, like, a couple days ago. (laughs) I completely forgot, um, you know, or, like, didn't know, you know. And, like, you can't really, like, fault yourself for that. No, and you have to be
0: in real life, too. Again, that's what I admire so much about boulevard and co is that it's moving yes there's like it's digital but it's also mm-hmm. in real life
1: yeah like that that was the whole point i was like brie we need to gather people together in real life to do things like we have yeah. so much fun on like little event excursions like we need to like bring people into this and bring people who want to be a part of something into this so absolutely
0: yeah. i'm curious going back to the consumer aspect mm-hmm. like you said it is easier with movies because it's like a two and a, half hours a yeah. show. Like, 40 minutes, whatever it may be, as an actress, do you find, like, what's, do you have a balance for that of, like, that's
1: interesting, yeah, Yeah. like,
0: how much you watch Mm -hmm. with that, or do you go into modes, you're like, I'm watching this for leisure, versus I'm watching Mm -hmm. this for study versus yeah, whatever the alternatives uh, may be, it's so
1: hard to differentiate, and, like, I try, and, like, you know, like, yesterday, I caught up on an episode of the Kardashians, I know damn well that that's not, (laughs) Trying to study for acting. Yeah. But, like, you know, that's just genuine pleasure and, like, yeah. leisure. Like, you know, I just want to watch it because it's funny. And I, I, love, and I love it. I love it too um, But it's, like, but there are moments where, you know, I'll go on this binge of watching, like, a teen drama. that I'm, like, mm. damn, if I got an audition for that, I knew I would have killed that. Like, I knew yeah. I could have probably booked. And it's, like, that's not really... Helpful, like I'm just gonna study the acting. like, for example, the wild season two came out like a couple weeks yeah. ago. Bitch, the whole day was so good. um but then I'm like, mm, that kind of gets draining because I'm like watching that and I just want to be on set so yeah. much, and so then I'm like, okay, then I'll go into these periods of like watching a TV series and then I'll go into another period of me going back to watching all my YouTube friends again because yeah. like you know back and forth because then sometimes when I focus on YouTube too much, I'm focusing on all my friends and their daily lives like twenty four seven and I'm like, well. I'm not, now I'm not focusing on, like, just escaping and watching a TV show, so it goes yeah. back, and forth, back and forth, but, like, I feel like I'm never really, <laughs> I feel like I'm never really, uh, like, you're never really gonna find that balance, so yeah. I just take it as it goes, because if I'm, like, overthinking it and being like, well, I guess I'll watch this TV show this week, and then I'll yeah. Focus on- next week like that just becomes too analytical just as so it yeah i just, feels. Yeah, yeah, I just feels take good. it the way it goes so i'm like yesterday kardashians like my favorite show this is us ended last week like yeah season finale, it was the best show ever um,
0: yeah.
1: yeah and like series finale and everything and it's like even just seeing a show like that come to an end i'm like damn like we really got to take moments and like really digest these moments because if you're just constantly scrolling which hey you might get such a joy out of that like i love scrolling yeah. on tiktok so much it's not something that i even like Dislike relatively at all. I love it to me. I'm on like the perfect side of TikTok, it doesn't get toxic at all. Like, I just love my TikTok feed, but too much of anything is so bad. So, I'm like, even though I love this and I use this as an escape, when I'm just like tired at the end of the day, it's not healthy for me to be doing that every day. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah,
0: love it. Final question, actual final question, and this kind of circles back to what I asked you at the very beginning, but. And this will sound so dramatic, so I'll say it and then I'll give it a little disclaimer. Sure. But who is Jada Jones? As as yes, as the brand, but as the person, what do you wanna be remembered by? Who do you wanna be in this space, in this industry? That's the question. Who is Jada yeah. Jones? You have such it. a great name it. too. It's so <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. It's yeah. funny
1: because I feel like I used to hate my name so much growing up. And it's funny that now I've dived into the film and TV space. And ever since I dived into it, with people not even knowing people are like that sounds like a superstar name. yes that sounds like exactly a movie star name. and I was like huh I was like that's so crazy because like now everyone says it and that's yeah. not something that I ever thought of when I was younger like I always kind of disliked my name for not being more special or whatever but it's I was like special. That's it and it's special thing. yeah like that's my literal birth name like I did not that's not my stage name or anything so yeah, yeah um who am I that's such a wonderful question because I'm like Now I'm sitting here having to think. You're like existential.
0: Yeah, like I
1: recently just died back into journaling again because Mm. I feel like I went through this point where I couldn't even journal, so many things going on in my head that I don't even know how to convey onto paper. So I'm like, who am I? And I guess I'm still figuring that out like every day, you know? And I I feel like that's the best thing that I can say about that because- you're constantly like absorbing your environment you're constantly absorbing the new people that come into your life like whatever we just talked about on this podcast today I've absorbed that I am now a part like that's a part of me and who I am and you know I guess on the on the very like literal sense of things (laughs) like genuinely I am who I am because of the experiences that I've endured I am who I am because of the people who have come in and out of my life um but yeah i'm just learning that every day and it it's crazy because the more that i think about like who i am i realize that i am everyone that is around me and like mm-hmm. when you think about it like that instead of like making yourself this like one being and making sure that you have to hit all of these things like yes jada is bold yes jada is you know super outgoing and like ready to go get and whatever but like she also is sensitive and she's able to really analyze her emotions and talk to people and empathize with people. And there's just so many angles to so many humans, you know, and everyone has those same things and same qualities. It's just a matter of what's being brought out at a certain time. Like, you know, like you don't just turn into this confident person one day, you've always kind of had it, you know, like you don't just turn into this person who's just suddenly good at speaking. You've kind of always had it, or, you know, you always don't turn into the person that's always been in touch with your emotions. But like, once you start to learn how to do that, that, that parts of you starts to come out. So I don't know if I even answered that question. No, but I you feel, did. Yeah, you're constantly in ebb flow of what your constant, what your life currently looks like, you know, and what yeah. you're perceiving and how you're choosing to, um, to receive things. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's who you essentially are. So I guess right now I'm I'm a combination of uh, figuring out my life as well yeah. as just taking things slow. Like I've been really trying to focus on that as of recently, and I yeah. feel like that's a really big part of who I am right now. You know, yeah. but like who knows, in two weeks, I'm like, that's not a part of me right change. now. We're on a go-go-go hustle mode, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, so I think it changes, and it ebbs and flows, and I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay with not having to define who I am, yeah. you know? So, yeah.
0: I love it. Well, thank you so much for being thank on. Thank you. It really <laughs> is, like... So lovely, 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 lovely to talk to you, and it's just really been such a joy—a joy with Jada Jones. Seriously, joy with Jada Jones—I love it.
1: Thank you so much, Alexandra. This is such an honor.
0: Thanks for having me. always (laughs)